Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Tuesday Tips brought to you by the Hunt, Lift, Eat podcast. I'm Carter McKenzie, joined by a couple familiar faces and uh, a new voice to the podcast tonight. We've got Chelsea Skinner coming at us from my home state in Georgia. What's going on, Chelsea? Nothing much. How are you? Good. Glad we, uh, we're doing this again and getting to talk archery. Uh, and we got Garrett. Garrett joining us from Colorado. What's going on, man? How's it going, buddy? Good, dude. Becoming a real regular face around here, man. Starting to. At least going to try to. We'll try to be on a few more times here and there. Heck yeah. Heck yeah, man. I love it. And then, uh, you know, we got the one and only from the dream state that I want to live in. We got Gabe Martinez. What's going on, brother? How's it going, y'all? Good, man. I appreciate you guys taking the time to jump on. Um, you know, with this being June, I thought this would be a really appropriate topic as we're kind of, I guess, in a lull season because... You know, not a lot of hunting's going on right now, um, but it shouldn't really be a lull season because, you know, we should be focusing on what is coming this fall. And so I thought it'd be a good time to talk off-season archery tips and tactics and what y'all do to stay sharp, you know, leading up to September uh, and October, getting into hunting seasons. And the three of you are far more advanced with a bow than I am. I only shoot a bow just to get in the woods a little earlier than a rifle. But uh, you know, Gabe, you you in particular, you you compete for some for some dollars every once in a while. You know, I try, man. I try my <laughs> hardest. I just try to stay sharp. <laughs> no, I hear you, man. Yeah, so it'd be good to go over some some tips and tricks that you guys do to stay sharp. And uh, Garrett, you want to kick us off tonight? Yeah, I could do that. Uh, so my tip for tonight is. Now's the best time to be getting your new equipment or testing equipment that uh, you don't normally use. So get out and start using broadheads. If you're going to get a new stabilizer, a new sight, now's the best time to do it. You don't want to be waiting until everything goes on sale right before the, uh, the season starts and then end up in the woods surprised with equipment that doesn't necessarily work that great. Yeah, I feel like that's something hunters do every year. I feel like you see folks do that, like get a brand new rifle right before a rifle season or a brand new bow set up. And you just haven't put in the time to get to know that weapon or that weapon system. And you go out there and it's just not what it could be if you did, if you would have put in the time to, you know, two months earlier to actually put some reps in. Yeah. I'm, I'm notorious for uh, come rifle season being that guy that's out there the day before the season starts sighting my rifle in or like, Maybe uh, maybe this year I'll go ahead and just buy a brand new rifle. I did that last year. I it's like two days before the season started, and I decided to get a new thirty out six. So I found myself in a little bit of that scenario last year during rifle season. But uh, at least archery season, I try to stay on top of it. Yeah, this spring I got. I'm shooting a heavier arrow setup this fall. Um, got inserts and all new setup for for this fall and. And now is exactly when I need to be shooting a lot to familiarize myself with that different weight. Um, cause that'll be totally new this fall. And I've told myself if, if I don't actually put in the time and put in the reps, then, you know, I'm, I'm going to put myself on the bench for archery season and just wait until rifle. So you really got to make the time to get to know the equipment you're shooting with. Absolutely. Especially broadheads. Cause that's the one that's very common for people to just wait until the season starts thinking it'll shoot just like a field point. Yeah, some people don't take the time to walk back to their bows and just think that they're 
fixed blade broadheads will fly just like a field point and it don't work like that man i've had some people telling me stories about how they've hit uh elk way back and low and stuff i'm just like man you need to knock tune all your arrows so your broadheads will fly fly perfect because like i said it doesn't just work like that exactly uh unrelated but are we going uh mechanical or fixed blade this fall Garrett. Uh, I'm going fixed blade. I I made the switch last year to um, a set of iron wheel broadheads, and I I've just been a big fan of the way that they were flying with my arrow setup and my bow. So probably be sticking to that this year. What about you, Gabe? I'm shooting the hundred grain slick tricks, just a standard slick trick, fix, fixed blade broadhead. Fixed blade. Chelsea, what about you? Well, fixed, um, mechanical? <laughs> that, that is a good question. I'm not sure yet. Um, this will be my first hunting season, actually hunting with a bow. So yes. I shoot more for sports. So it's all practice like heads for me right now. So I haven't even really de- like dove into that yet. So we'll see. Yeah. The only reason I ask is because people feel, some people feel very passionately about it. We could probably spend a whole hour talking about that, but we don't have to go down that rabbit hole. I'll just, I'm just always curious who shoots what. But I love it, man. That's a great tip, Garrett. I appreciate it. Uh, Chelsea, what are you thinking for your tip this week? All right. So mine is basically uh, practicing how you play. So I feel like that's a reoccurring theme with me <laughs> every time we, um, we do a podcast and I'm on it. So uh, like I stated, I actually haven't hunted with my bow yet. Um, I do more of just target practice in my yard. Um, I've tried to find a couple teams to get on with. Um, it's, it's a little hard out here in West Georgia. I haven't really found anything yet. Um, archery sidewise, because I, I love the sport of it. It relaxes me. However, if I'm preparing myself for the fall, I want to prepare myself like you would actually be out in the field. So when we talk about even going to the shooting range for like my profession, for instance, so I'm in law enforcement. When we go out there, yes, we qualify our weapons every so often, but I like to go on the range when you're actually pushing yourself. So to exhaustion, getting yourself ready for those scenarios that you would actually have to be engaged in a shooting, God forbid, basically. So why wouldn't you take that same mentality and put it with archery, right? So for me, um, basically exhausting myself to the point where like I've worked out, my muscles are exhausted and trying to be a little bit more on point when it comes to my target shooting. Sorry, my dog is (laughs) deciding that she wants to have some food right now while I'm talking. Um, But so doing that for instance i was in the gym this afternoon it was a back day upper back day for me as well and so with different exercise i was i was holding a heavier weight um and then releasing it slowly so basically just like you would draw back your bow um drawing back and holding it because you have no clue how long you're going to have to hold it right uh realistically when we're shooting in our yard having a beer listening to music and relaxing it's very non-mechanical you know um very easy it's so easy to have a small like shot placement right but when we're pushing ourselves to exhaustion it's a little bit harder and when people actually get that adrenaline rush they see that big buck i've had it with my rifle shooting 
you know, you have to calm yourself down. You have to breathe through it, right? So basically my tip is just practicing how you play. Um, I've been trying to – so sorry. <laughs> Sadie wants to do this right this second. Um, I've tried to um, sit in different positions, um, have myself at different angles. We have a two-tiered deck, so – shooting off of the top part of the deck versus the bottom part of the deck. There was a tip a couple months ago where we were shooting from a sitting position, you know, different things like that, practicing how you would play in the off season and getting yourself set up for those scenarios. So if that scenario were to present itself, then you're already ready for it. Yeah. I think like now would be a good time too, if you're not necessarily used to uh, hunting out of a tree stand or a tree saddle, maybe getting pulling that out and practicing a few shots every now and again out of that. Just like you said, practice like you play. And definitely uh, it's not very often you shoot out of a tree stand when you're just practice shooting. Yeah. I mean, if you're going in the backyard and I'm guilty of this every single year and you shoot from the same damn 20 yards, 25 yards, 30 yards, 35 yards, and I can sit there and I can make that shot all day and it makes me feel good. And it's a good way to end the day and, have a cold beer while the sun's going down and whatever. That's all great too. Like that's great for, <laughs> that's great for your mental health and that's a great way to wind down. Uh, but it's not the most practical application from a hunting point of view. You're standing there in the same position. You're comfortable. You're relaxed. There's no, there's no stress whatsoever, which is kind of the beauty of shooting in your backyard. But um, like you said, you got to practice like you play and, and, and fine tuning those situations is, is really important. Yeah. You know, I like to practice by guessing my yardages shooting at my target. Like I'll just move back 20 yards and then I'll move back a couple more feet without noticing. And then I'll just start shooting just so I can guess. And it's, it's good for people who shoot a fixed sight, uh, fixed sight so they can practice splitting their pins on shooting different yardages. That's really good to practice doing as well. Cause it's really helpful when you're out and shooting in the field. Yeah, that's a really good point because I'm terrible at guessing yardage. I'm, I am horrible at it. And you don't always have the situation where you get to take out, you know, <laughs> unzip the rangefinder and take it out and punch it. Sometimes things happen a little quicker. Yep. Yeah, for sure. And even um, like we were talking about earlier too, sorry, this is just another highlight while I push my dog outside on the porch. Um, when we talk about also trying to do it in the weight room or doing it in the gym, one of the, I guess the iconic people that I follow, obviously everyone's a big fan of Cameron Haynes, but he practices how he plays, right? So even when he's in the gym, he's focused on lifting like you would lift like an elk, you know, out of the back country. He's, he's running to keep his endurance up, but you see him do a lot of movements and lifts and exercises where he's pulling heavy weight back and holding it for a long time, just to get your muscles accustomed to holding and drawing that bow back for a while as well. That guy's crazy. He shoots a 90 pound bow. <laughs> I, I have, yeah, it's crazy. That guy's crazy for a number of different reasons. Marathon yes. day, 90 pound bow. Dude's wild. Absolutely just wild. just the running alone every single yeah. day just blows my mind. So Yeah, for sure. For sure, man. And, and he seems to never get injured. 
Must be nice. <laughs> Cam Haynes is listening. Uh, we'd love to have you on the podcast sometime soon. Absolutely. <laughs> the whole team will be on that podcast. Yeah, just that would be listen. huge. We'd have to be start taking bets to who's going to be on that one. We'd have to have a shootout for it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Well, Gabe has a strong chance of, uh, of making that podcast, and that kind of leads into your tip tonight, Gabe, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it does. What do, you, what do you got for us, man? Well, my tip for the offseason would be to shoot more 3D events. I mean, this has to be one of my favorite offseason ways to practice. Not only does it put the pressure on you shooting with a random group of guys, but it also helps when you're shooting like realistic shots. Like the more you shoot in events like that, the more you can adjust to different ways the terrain throws at you, whether it's the wind blowing or having to adjust your feet in awkward positions, having to thread the needle through trees. It's all practical. I mean, you also can meet new guys who have been shooting for years. They can show you some pointers on what's helped them become better archers and it's just all about staying consistent, man, because consistency is key. You got to stay sharp all season long, and it's going to help you execute during the actual season. Yeah, that's a really good tip, and that's something I would love to get into and get more involved with. And you did one recently where you were shooting at, I think it was during turkey season, you were shooting at a, an archery target, but it had a metal silhouette covering it, right? And yeah. so if you missed, your arrow would explode. So n- not only like do you miss the shot, but also you're out the money of, of that arrow. That's added pressure as well. Yeah, it was it was fun, man. There was like 24 dudes. We all started out at 20 yards, and right off the bat, 10 guys were gone. They smoked that steel turkey. I was like, dang. And then we backed up to like I think it was 26 yards. We had to guess our yardage, and we were sitting down on this – block target and everybody went and my second shot i heard a ding i was like dang i blew my arrow up we walked up to it like, no dude you skipped off the metal and hit inside the circle i was like yes so they're like can you still shoot it i was like yeah i bent my arrow seeing if it was still good and uh we kept going after that we lost another five then we backed up to 40 yards and there was three of us left and one of the guys i was shooting with he's a damn good archer and he he ended up blowing up his arrow on the first shot and then i sunk it in another guy sunk it in and then we backed up to 50 and man holding your pin on that steel turkey at 50 yards the circle was so small we were just sitting there and i'm just shaking man just holding back and i'm holding on there and i can just feel the intensity and i'm pulling 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 and i could just release boom and it just flies Hits right in the center, and everybody in there's like, "Yeah, woo!" It was badass, man. <laughs> That's cool, Garrett. Have you done any shoots like that out in Colorado? It's been years since I've done any competitive shoots. I've done a couple of like um, just going with some of my buddies and putting some money on each each shot, basically. But I haven't done. I've been wanting to do a, t- a tack for a little while. Um, Gabe invited me last night to come up sometime next month for uh, a shoot there in Cheyenne, which I, I'm definitely going to make that happen. Um, I'm, I've been kind of needing to get, get into a competition shoot for a little while. Heck yeah, that's awesome. I love that. Yeah, they're fun. Yeah, that sounds awesome. Yeah, that's sweet. I uh, I guess, well, for my tip tonight, you guys already kind of addressed it, Chelsea and, and Gary, you guys both addressed it. I was going to say practice from an elevated position, which you guys have already already covered. But you got to practice, especially if you're hunting out east here. 
uh, if you're shooting out of a tree stand a good bit, you've got to practice those elevation shots and, and different angles. Um, don't, don't just practice standing flat footed at 25 yards and think you're <laughs> going to be, you're going to be good to hook in the fall because animals do what animals are going to do, man. And terrain is going to do whatever terrain wants to do. Mm-hmm. And you don't have a lot of say in the matter most of the time. So we just built a, uh, a play set for my kid for her second birthday this past week. And so I've been up in the, there's a crow's nest part. It's probably, I don't know, 15 feet off the ground. And that's my spot. That's going to be, that's going to be my practice spot this summer. So if you need me, I'll be up there shooting. <laughs> Heck yeah. And hell, it doesn't need to really be a deer stand. Like you were saying with the terrain, like I know up where you live, Carter, I mean, it's so mountainous. You just have to get on top of a gorge and that's your elevation difference, you know, and I, don't, I can't even attest to what the other two <laughs> deal with when it comes to terrain. Cause compared to Colorado and where y'all are, are like, we're relatively flat compared to y'all. So they have real mountains. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, good guys. I think that wraps us up for this week. And I think we should definitely dive into this more and talk a little more about some off season archery whenever we can uh, make some time, get you guys back on here. If you guys are down. Absolutely. Yeah, we all need to shoot together here soon. That'd be badass. Maybe we'll try and figure out some kind of Zoom setup for the next uh, happy hour. We'll have Ooh, a, com- maybe we- yeah. maybe we can have a, a competition idea. or something. I bet we Hell can figure yeah, something I'm out. I'm down for it. We that sounds awesome. Three arrows at 60 yards. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in. Yeah, for sure. I love Loser it. Loser has to shotgun a brewski. Yeah, too easy. <laughs> I love it. Done. Well, I appreciate it, guys. Uh you know, this is a this is a good one and a really good topic. And listeners, grab your bow, go out there and shoot. Practice good situations. Um, Chelsea, where can folks find you on Instagram? Oh, um, so it's Cheech, like Cheech and Chong, C H E E C H three eight nine zero. All right, go follow Chelsea Garrett. Where can folks find you? Uh, it's Garrett Carver twenty one, uh, two R's, two T's, and. C-A-R-V-E-R. And if you want to see the walleye slayer himself, Gabe, where can folks go find you, man? <laughs> you can find me at underscore 307 Gabe underscore. Yeah. Go check him out. Dude catches big giant walleye right now. So, yeah, listeners, we appreciate the hell out of you guys, and we'll talk to you next week.